and hello and welcome to another edition of Second Amendment Radio here on FM News Talk 97.1. I am Tony Colombo. With me, as always, my partner, the owner of Southern Armory, Mr. Aaron Tarlow. How are you, my friend? I'm good. How are you? I am great. Great to see you. Uh, it has been a crazy week in the news, yeah. but it's also been a crazy week for you. Yeah. I want to talk about that in uh, just a second. I want to remind folks, um, you can uh, go to my Twitter, at TonyColombo971. Uh, you can go to the Southern Armory Facebook page, or you can go to the brand new, and this is my biggest suggestion, go to the brand new Second Amendment Radio Facebook page and follow anything that's happening with the show there. And ask questions at any of those spots, and we will try to answer all of your questions on the air. I have another handful of questions here that were submitted this week that uh, we'll be asking Aaron and talking to him about in just a little bit. But first, I talk about the crazy news week. You guys, Southern Armory. Yeah, we were in the news. Made the news uh, for uh, terrible reasons. But it sounds like everything ended up okay for those who don't know. Um, it was all over the news last weekend, right after uh, right after the show, basically, yeah. um, that Southern Armory got broken into. Yep. And so could you just uh, tell folks what happened and sort of the fallout from all of it? So uh, they didn't get anything. That's the good news. Yeah. Um, That's the real good news. So they, they showed up. Uh, we've got... Um, kind of like a specialty glass a lot of people don't know that mm-hmm. that was the one of criticisms or it's like we well, should have bars it's like well we kind of we kind of do so um we have uh glass that is resistant and you takes a while to actually break it mm-hmm. um so that's what happened they were outside for a couple of minutes trying to get through the glass really pounding away yeah, yeah they were and then they made like a doggy door um and then they slipped one guy in and then uh they were outside kicking it while the other guy was inside pulling it, trying to get a, a bigger door. Yeah. And then uh, at that point, you know, they're burning up time. Uh, they got in and they walked up to lock safes and they were trying to get into lock safes. It's kind of funny watching yeah. them jiggle the handle. So every then, uh, every gun, every everything in the store was not only locked in the store, but then also locked in yeah. a safe inside the store right. so um once so, they went through all the trouble of breaking of getting right. themselves in they realized there's nothing really I, here there's nothing i can get so they go into our kitchen uh, we have like a kitchen uh, sure. in the back and they opened up uh one of the uh cupboards where we keep uh dog food for ancha mm-hmm. which is my german shepherd mm-hmm. and we keep trash sacks <laughs> then they went down and they opened up a drawer which we keep condiments like ketchup and right. mayo and mustard right. stuff. So we were like, "Are they hungry? Like, let's." At that point, they were probably just like, "We can't leave here with nothing." Right. So uh, let's put a couple packs of ketchup in our pocket. Yeah, they didn't even do that. So then they ended up uh, leaving, and then uh, they they leave, and then about not even thirty seconds later, the cops pull up. Ugh. So I mean, it was it was close for them. Yeah, I don't know if they realized that. Mm. Um, so, uh, kind of an interesting thing, like we were talking off the air, um, gun stores are getting broken into, uh, it's on a rise on a national level. Okay. Actually. So it's not, it's kind of an interesting phenomenon, um, because you, we've been in business since 2010 and you've just never, it's just never been a thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and then here the last year it's, it's become a thing, Mm. uh, in St. Louis. So, uh, we got broke into last year and that was kind of an interesting experience, uh, because we had never, we'd never we never dealt with a theft ever since we've started this business. Right. 
And uh, it was it was weird because, you know, all these gun stores were getting broken into in St. Louis. Um, just not St. Louis, but Jefferson County and St. Charles County. And they were they were going right out I-70, and they were going, you know, nowhere south. And then all of a sudden they started hitting, like, Jefferson County, St. Louis County, St. Louis City. And uh, it was really weird. So then they tied that, and they've already been prosecuted and sentenced now. Uh, it was a gang out of East St. Louis. It was uh, four of them in particular. And they've all been sentenced now. It was like I was talking to uh, the federal prosecutor a few weeks ago, and it was like 100 and something years apiece is what they got. Wow. Uh, with no parole. And then the one actually got charged with murder um, on unrelated stuff to the gun store. You know, this is, this is actual gang activity. Sure. Um, but everybody, I was like, you know, 100 years for breaking into, you know, like five gun stores, six gun stores. And she was like, no. A lot of others. Um, like three in one night in Colorado, uh, a few attempted in Kansas, um, Illinois, Missouri, Texas. The they first were tying time, into a few in Oklahoma. That first time. Did they get away with anything? Yeah. So yeah, that was did. sort of the lesson learned about even securing everything even yeah. further. And we room. had we had stuff locked up, too. Right. That was the weird thing. And they ended up uh, busting a hole, you know, just a few inches, and it was just enough to get stuff out. Right. So they didn't get a lot, but, you know, we were they like, got a little bit. hmm. So we went to the manufacturers that uh, did our security stuff, and this is what we discovered. And they were shocked. We were like, yeah, we are, too. Right. Really believe us, <laughs> right? So, uh, so, so we've done done improvements. A um, little bit more warning, you know. We're we're trying to get the the warning now. Uh, now we're like thirty seconds. So now uh, we've got a new plan, and it's going to be they're going to be probably still trying to get in when the cops roll up on. Right, them. right. Um, and then there's one other thing we're looking into. I can't give away too much. Sure. Uh, but one other thing we're we're looking into that if they do get in, they're just not going to be able to see. How about bear traps? Uh, like, well, oh yeah, that'd be funny, <laughs> but there'd be blood. Yeah, that's a good point. You have yeah, to the blood. I don't know. I get enough of but that they at, haven't, the, at the firehouse. They haven't um, captured these guys yet? No, uh, not yet. Now, it, it, everybody's, uh, you know, like, you've been broken into again. It's like, yeah, but, you know, really two times, and I understand, like, once was enough. Twice mm-hmm. is, you know, we're starting to get a little tired of it. There's gun stores in the St. Louis area that have been broken into four, five, six times by these groups. Wow. And uh, it's I guess it's just and they're just they're, they're, what they're doing is looking to sell guns on the black market, right? I'm sure. Yeah, yeah they're they're looking to do something. Um, but you know, like there's a few out there that have been broken into by this group twice now, and then the previous group three, four times, and it's like, man, really? But they're not in the news. I'm not sure why. I know why we were in it the first cycle. It's because they were actually shooting at our store. Right. Um, the Harbor Freight employee uh, kind of interrupted it. He was outside smoking a cigarette, and they discovered he was there and. I wanted to make sure that he didn't talk, but right. didn't didn't work too well. Yeah, wow. Do um do most gun stores have the safety precautions that you guys take, uh, or are people more successful with other gun stores that maybe aren't as uh, so as good? Um, this rash here, um, these gun stores did not like. When you look at the pictures of our break in, the glass is still in place. You know, they had to make a door through the glass. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like literally the size of a dog door mm-hmm. uh, to get through. And uh, so we had, uh, after this last one, uh, the other three, four stores that have gotten hit, those owners actually reached out to us. And they were like, how did you have glass still? We were like, right. 
We'll we'll put you in contact with the company, and yeah. it slows them down, is what it does. Yeah, um, sounds and, like it. extremely. And then, and then what you're doing is you're 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 trying to buy. So everybody's like, you can you can you can you can make everything 100 percent secure. And I'm telling you, as a firefighter, that is inaccurate, grossly inaccurate. Enough time, enough manpower, and the right equipment, and I can get into anything. Right. I don't care what it is. Right. So uh, people have been criticizing us. We should get bars. Well, landlord doesn't want bars, um, and we don't want bars either. And and the reason I, is as a consumer, uh-huh. I don't want to. If I see a business with bars on it, it, makes you think twice. Yeah, like what am I getting into here? Right. Uh, the other thing with so bars is um, what they do is they steal a pickup truck, and like if you come to our store, we have like actual um, parking bollards, mm-hmm. so they can't just drive a stolen vehicle into the store. Right. Right. It, it's physically impossible. They're right. They're they're so close together that you you cannot get a vehicle between them. Right. If we had bars, what they would do is they would steal a pickup truck, and then they would take uh, they would bust out a window, which would take a few minutes, but they'd be able to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, just again enough time, and then they would attach a rope uh, or toe strap onto the bars, and just pull the whole drive it away and just pull the whole, pull that. the whole bars uh, out out. And what they're doing is they're not just removing the bars; they're like actually disturbing the structure of the building, right. the, the wall, and everything else. Um, so now instead of it being like okay, we're out five six hundred dollars for a busted window. Um, that's specialty, you know, specialty glass. Um, now we're we're out of business because the fire department's going to come in and go. This building isn't stable, right? And it's going to take you know insurance a while to actually cut checks to get repairs done. And now we're out of business for six to nine months. That's four or five guys now that that don't have a source of income right you know either part-time or full-time not to mention right um you know me and the wife uh trying to support our daughter yeah, were you ourselves. guys were you guys closed at all did you nope. guys you guys opened right back up yeah opened right back up uh it happened about f- uh 358 in yeah. the morning uh yeah. the cops got there uh right around 401 mm-hmm. or so um so good response time in crestwood yeah um and then we uh we were open the next day you right. know that later that morning we opened That's up great. business as usual. That's great. So uh, glass has already been replaced. It all got done uh, yesterday. It's like nothing happened. Yep. You know. That's so, excellent. Uh, we've got we've got good contacts in industry, um, and you know we refer a lot of people to them, and they're getting even more now because we're like you know we should probably be getting this stuff out. But right. I think one thing I want to do is uh, kind of get all the gun store owners in the area together, and and chat with them, and. Hey, what are you doing? Maybe you've got a better take on this than I do. Um, but uh, the, the couple of improvements we're making now um, will drastically cut down um, that time. And uh, we might get a few nuisance alarms nuisance alarms mm-hmm. out of the deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, the, the cops are going to be alerted well, you know, well before and get up there before they get through that glass in a couple minutes. Right. Uh, I do want to get to some of the questions that were submitted to us. Uh, but before we do that, why don't you tell folks who aren't familiar with everything that you guys do down there at Southern Armory, except now that, you know, just know that you got broken into last yeah. week. Uh, now that it's all, you know, fixed back up, and they want to come out and see you, all the stuff that you guys uh, do down there. Yep, so we've got uh, firearms training. Uh, we've got 4th of July sale coming up, okay? That's anything made in America. And that's actually my favorite, my favorite that's very sale. Cool. Very uh, cool. Because we're we're promoting America. I mean, it's yep. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. Uh, 
So uh, if you come in and you want something made in Croatia or Austria, you know, I hope they make a U.S. version of it because mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're not going to give you a, that sweet of a deal on it like we would, uh, you know, an American-made pistol. So um, we buy, sell, we trade. Um, so if you've got a used gun, bring it in. We, we love getting used guns in and, and kind of making that new purchase a little bit easier for you. We also do firearms training. Uh, we've got a buy one, get one half off going on. So wow. you can come in, you can buy a class, you get the second class half off. It's good for you and a buddy to take together, or you just, just stack them up. And we give them as gift certificates, too. So if you don't know when you want to take it, you just want to take advantage of the sale, come in, hey, I want to get that buy one, get one, um, you know, concealed carry class or defensive pistol class or one of each, and then we'll ring you out for it, and then uh, you've got a year to use it. So that's all the way through July yeah. of next year. Um, and as long as you schedule before then, you could take a class in August as far as we care. You know, right. you know we're pretty flexible on that. Uh, we do suppressors. Uh, yeah. Suppressor sales going on right now. Uh, Silencer Co. is doing a uh, buy one, get one and as well. Suppressors are silencers, same yep. thing. Yep, absolutely. But yep. they're uh, they're doing a buy one, get one. So if you buy a rifle suppressor, you can get a handgun suppressor for free. If you buy a handgun suppressor, you can get a rimfire suppressor for free. I am personally going to take advantage of that. I'm going to buy another handgun suppressor. Mm-hmm. Uh, the wife, the wife approved that. Mm-hmm. That was good. Um, which means I get a, I get a rimfire suppressor and <laughs> got a couple rimfire guns too. Mm-hmm. So uh, make it make it a little bit more pleasant to shoot. You uh, talked about um, when we did we we had several questions about su- suppressors a few weeks in a row, and uh-huh. you mentioned that like. There is a such thing as sort of like a universal suppressor, but it's a better idea to buy a suppressor that matches yeah, the gun. Yeah, specific you, for yeah. it. And when we get into that, we mean like shotgun. Yes, there is a shotgun suppressor, rifle. Um, and when you rifle, you, you look at big bore rifle and then like everything else. Okay, mm-hmm. so big bores are like your your Magnums, your three straight Lapuas, your fifty cals. Um, those are those are specialty suppressors. They're much bigger. They contain a lot more. Uh, they have a lot more internal volume because there's just more gas there. Then you have your uh, rifles suppressor, then you have a handgun suppressor, and you have a rimfire suppressor. Mm-hmm. Um, so get it for what you uh, get it for what you're going to match right. it for. Right. Um, you can use a handgun suppressor on a 22 rimfire. Half 28 is the thread, which is also nine millimeter. Right. Which is also 22 long rifle, which is also five five six. However, you're better off getting a suppressor specifically made. And what it is, it's just the diameter of the hole is is going to trap more of those gases. Right, right. And the bigger the hole um, and the smaller projectile, um, the more blow around there is. And it just gets right. a little bit louder. Uh, the um, simulator. Yeah. Talk about that. Firearms training simulator. Simulator. Oh, man. I love that. We did a defensive pistol class. Uh, We had our guys in there after we went to the range. I posted a video of it doing a malfunction drill, and people were really, I think, digging that. Um, But then we, so after we go to the range, we start in the morning, kind of like a safety brief. Hey, if anything happens, this is what we're going to do. And, uh, you know, I have a a first aid kit that's like none other because I'm in the fire service. (laughs) Right. So, you know, I have a a pretty good idea of what we're going to use and and, uh, how to use it. So, uh, you know, this is this is the bag with all the first aid stuff. Then if anybody gets hurt, you know, somebody goes and gets it. I'm going to take care of the problem. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to load them into the vehicle after we stabilize them and meet the fire department up at the roadway. Um, so it's, you know, we got a little plan going, um, but we've never had to use it. And I'm really thankful for that. Right. Um, so the defensive pistol classes, we start them doing the malfunctions, the drawing, the moving, the shooting. Uh, and then we start racking them out to different distances. Then after we get done with that, um, we bring them back in and we discuss use of force. So it's kind of like a mini CCW class in a mm-hmm. sense. We're not going over weapons laws and 
you know where you can carry where you can't carry we're going over specifically use of force mm-hmm. which is a which is a pretty short chapter compared to weapons laws but it's the most serious chapter and uh you know when can you shoot them right so there's got to be a threat of serious bodily injury death or forcible felony and then we put them into the firearms training simulator and then they apply that and they discuss why they used pepper spray over a handgun or handgun over pepper spray and then you know they're they're justifying it is what they're doing um and it just cuts that reaction time down because there's there's what we talk about in classes there's 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 two reactions that everybody knows right you see something horrific happening you either fight or you flight Mm -hmm. but there's another there's another uh reaction that everybody has too and some people get stuck in it it's like that pause that deer in headlight look yeah yeah. And sometimes they just don't come out of it. They're just like so mesmerized with what's going on, they just can't look away. That's probably the most dangerous and of the three. Absolutely. Uh, Got to take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. More Second Amendment radio continues next here on FM News Talk 97.1. You're listening to Second Amendment radio. Welcome back to Second Amendment Radio here on FM News Talk 97.1. Tony Colombo here with the owner of Southern Armory, my co-host every week, Mr. Aaron Tarlow. Uh, Aaron, just going over all the services that you guys offer down there at Southern Armory. Uh, for folks that don't know exactly where it's at, though, tell them where the uh, where the store is at right. and how you can follow you and all that social media So uh, we're uh, one mile east of 270 and 44, mm-hmm. right next to Harbor Freight and Advanced Auto in the heart of Crestwood. 9901 Watson Road is the address. <laughs> the heart of beautiful Crestwood. I love I love Crestwood. It's a it's an awesome city. Um, uh, where was I? 9901 Watson Road. Okay. Uh, you follow us on Southern Armory uh, on Facebook. We have the Second Amendment Radio. Yes. Um, Brand Facebook new page. Second Amendment Radio and, Facebook page. I'll and uh, I do uh, do some cross posting on there. Cool. I post something in Second Amendment Radio. I share yeah. it over to Southern Armory. And I share something from Southern Armory over to Second Amendment Radio. I love it. So you, you you should follow both, um, just because there is there is that delay. It maybe take me a day or two, and there's some stuff uh, content that I just uh, exclusively post on one or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, so go over, give us a like, tell your friends. Um, it's a great way to keep right. in contact with us. If you want to call us, you can call us three one four nine six five guns. That's nine six five four eight six seven. So if you remember nine six five guns, you're you're in business. There you go. Uh, we are SIG Master Dealer, Smith & Wesson, uh, Glock, uh, both uh, the commercial and the blue label. So if you're a first responder, military, um, retired um, military or first responder, come in. We can sell you Glock at a drastic discount. Also, Smith & Wesson Armors, also Glock Armors, AR-15 Armors. So if you've got a gun problem, those are the, the, probably the biggest three. Mm-hmm. Um, we can we can solve that problem. If you're kind of me, like me, and you like those old metal guns, like 1911s and revolvers, we can fix those too. So we do the gunsmithing as well. Very good. Um, and I tell people every week, you can go to my Twitter, at TonyColombo971, or go to any of those social media locations that Aaron just mentioned, the Second Amendment Radio Facebook page, the Southern Armory Facebook page. Send in your questions. At, you know, let us know what you want us to talk about, questions that you would like to have answered, and uh, we will go through all of them. I have a few I'm going to get to uh, right now. But if they do have a question like specifically for you that they feel like is maybe 
you know, a more personal question that they don't necessarily want read on the radio, right. they can email you directly yeah. and they'll take it. How do they do uh, it? Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, A-A-R-O-N. A-A-R-O-N. At southernarmory.com or send me a message on Facebook. Yeah, there you go. Um, we've got great staff members. There are also firearms instructors, um, educators, police officers, firemen, former military, and, uh, you know, all of us are on there. One of us will pick that question up and run with it. That's great stuff. Love it. Uh, so let's get into the questions that uh, I have for you this week. Um, one of the first ones that I got was a guy who said, I hear you talk about the CCW classes every week, but what if I just want to get, if I, what if I just want to learn about a rifle, a rifle shooting, and have interest in getting into hunting? Okay. Is there a class for me? Yes. Uh, we do do a rifle class. Okay. Um, really do those on an as-needed basis. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've we've done them with people, and we get them shooting out, you know, a few hundred yards, and they just, they like it. They legitimately do like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got access to a few ranges. Um, the longest we can shoot is like 600. Uh, 595, depending on whose range finder it is. <laughs> um, still, that's a that's a long that's a long way. Yeah, I'm not gonna yeah. I'm not gonna argue over at 25, uh, 15 Three, feet. Yeah, you know, five yards, 15 Three feet. Three freaking football fields. That's a uh, like six. That's a heck of a shot. Yeah, like six. Oh, si- yeah, yeah, 600 yards. Jeez. So, oh my god. Um, so we can get you pressed out to there. Uh, with hunting, you know, it's this is probably a valid thing. It's in your comfort level. Right. I got guys that won't shoot more than 50, 75 yards. Right. And I got some guys that'll shoot, I'll shoot 100, but I don't like to. And you got guys like me that, you know, go and, shoot. And why do they, what's what's the reason they don't like to? Because they are afraid, they don't want, they don't yep. know where the bullet's going to, they don't know right. what they're going to hit if they, it goes beyond. You really, you, you look at it and the conservation ranges, which are very nice, you know, you got Bush and you got um, Jay Hinges. Very nice ranges. Conservation Department does an awesome job, and maybe we should invite somebody over from conservation to be on the show with us. Yeah. Maybe we'll look into that. Really good But, um, you know, they got 100 yards. So you get these guys that go there constantly, and they're used to shooting 100 yards. They know what that projectile is going to do at 100 yards. Mm -hmm. But then you get guys like me that go out and they shoot, we shoot 200 yards or 600 yards. We know what that projectile is going to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We know where our scope is adjusted for. Like my 308, um, if it's really three 350 yards, you just aim for it. Mm-hmm. It's going to hit it. Right. So for me, you know, 300, 350 yards, I bet you some people are like, no way. And it's like, yeah, man, I you know, I had one year I shot two deer that, like that. Um, and I just, I was field hunting. Normally I try to get in the woods, um, but where I was hunting, we didn't really have any good, we had little fingers Okay, mm-hmm. but nothing mm-hmm. like substantial. So I just got out my laser rangefinder and said, you know, I'm comfortable with 300 yard shots. And I put my blind in the middle of this field uh, below the skyline so they couldn't make out the, the shape. Mm-hmm. And then uh, made sure on the three sides I was, you know, three to 350 yards. I ended up shooting two deer that year. Wow. Um, but I had to, you had to concentrate. You got to have a plan. You right. know, you're not going to freehand that. That's right. That's not easy to do. Right. What if. My fear would be if you are shooting at a, at a great distance like that and you uh-huh. obviously have the firepower to to reach that far, mm-hmm. if there are if the if the deer or whatever that you're shooting at is is just in front of some pretty dense woods, yeah, like as a hunter, what do you what do you have to look for? when you're about to shoot like as far as like if i miss right 
is there going to be somebody so, hiding in the bushes, you know, hiding right, in the yeah. woods back there? And then, so as the shooter, what do you do? And as another it's, hunter, it's knowing, what do you need to be aware of? Right. It's knowing, it's knowing uh, your boundaries. Mm-hmm. So we were hunting private property, um, and we had that's the, a lot. We had the whole farm. Yeah, that takes a, a yeah. That there takes was, that worry out. Right. Of there was like eight hundred acres, and there's three of us. Right. And, and so we were nowhere near one another. Um, you're supposed to be wearing blaze. Right, so um, you're talking fall, so in the fall there's no leaves. Mm-hmm. You're going to see the blaze orange. Mm-hmm. The other thing, too, is no horizon shots. Uh, so, you know, where I was, I was, it was a downhill slope for me. So, you know, I miss, didn't. it's going to go in the ground. Right, exactly. And then uh, using a heavier projectile. Um, you know, the, the 22s tend to kind of bounce around a little bit. When you get into that 30 caliber, twigs don't really knock it around. Mm-hmm. Definitely when you get into the 45 calibers. They're not getting moved around. So it's it's kind of having that gun for that purpose. So I've got, like, my, my distance gun. You know, I'm going to go sit in a field, and it's a, you know, 308, and it's got a fixed power 10X scope. And uh, then I've got my, this is my brush gun, and I am going to be in, in the woods. Mm-hmm. And it's a 4570 government. And that's a 45 caliber projectile mm-hmm. with 70 grains of powder, and it is not going to care if a twig touches it. Mm-hmm. It's going to just right. zip right through. Same guy uh, wanted to know what if if somebody's just getting into hunting, what are the best guns to look at? The best, best guns yeah. uh, for the money. I, that's kind of an open. Specify. That's kind of an open <laughs> question. I, um, if you're a beginner and you want to start, you know, you, you right. going to get into hunting. And I like seem, seem to like that lifestyle. Right. What's a what's a good way to start? I like Savage Model Tens, um, and that's just that's just me. That's mm-hmm. a bolt action. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got mine at 308. I would not recommend the heavy barrel if you're going to go hunt with it. It's a it's a big gun to lug around. So that's my that's my. I'm going to this this blind and I'm sitting there, right, and I'm going to have some kind of support for it. So that's uh, that's me. Uh, again, if I'm going to, you know, get in the fingers of woods, I go a little bit bigger so the branches don't bother it. Um, and that's a lever action gun. My, my Marlin, uh, 1895 is a lever action gun. So, uh, we, we just real quick for people that don't know, what does that mean? Uh, lever action. It's like a cowboy gun. You know, it's got a lever underneath the stock and you push it forward and then you pull it back up and Mm -hmm. it throws around out, puts another one in, cocks the hammer. Um, really a neat gun Mm -hmm. and I've got, um, the guide gun. So it's a little bit shorter. And then I use iron sights. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the scope kind of when you're in the woods isn't always your best friend, you know, because you've got some sort of magnification, whether it's three or four and right. up to 10 or 12. You know, it's just it's kind of hard to use. Yeah. Um, a Especially scope if in the it's woods. not dialed in. I mean, my limited experience, especially compared to you, limited experience with shooting at a lot at a long distance and using like a a, a a scope that even might have you know the the digital cut you know the colors mm-hmm. in it and everything the the first few shots are just to try to figure out you know dial in exactly you know what dot you need to be on and right. you know, are you going to go two dots what's, high what's and the one, wind yeah and, exactly yeah, so and, if you're out there and you're going to try to take a long shot and you have one of these fancy scopes you got to know. Yeah, you're not. Yeah. The chances and, of it of it being sided perfectly, you know, like right in the crosshairs on the first shot are next to impossible. Right? Yeah. I mean, it, it, you got to know your gun. You right. definitely got to know your gun. Um, and like I said, a minor, minor zero at 300, my 308 is. Right. And I just know that's where it's at. You right. Know? Right. And then um, I've shot it at, you know, 200 and I've shot it at 100. 
and then I've shot so it in. So you know at, what adjustments at, you have to make. Right, and I've shot it in at 50 and, and 25, and then well, I, got, I got a little dope card. Um, not like what you smoke, but like it's called data on, <laughs> data on previous engagements, and it's just like I know I'm zeroed at 300. Right. Where am I at 200? Okay, I'm you know two inches high. Yeah. Okay, cool. And then that's a cool little, you that's know, a handy little helper. Yeah. Now I'm like you know six inches high, and then when you start getting in, uh, you know, closer, it, you start going to the negatives. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it's kind of different. You know, like you know at at 25 yards, I think it's like six inches low. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I need to pick it up a little bit. Right, right. And uh, that's just, this comes with experience. Right. And and if you dope your gun in and you write it down on a card and you tape it to the stock or you shoot that gun enough, you just know. Yeah. And and that's the big thing. But you got to realize, you know, when you're talking 100 yards to 300 yards, you're maybe only talking like a four or five inch path mm-hmm. that but that bullet's going down. Mm-hmm. And, you know, four or five inches on a, on a big deer, that's still long. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know the chances of you hitting the heart or knowing exactly where the heart is is probably right. pretty low. Right, right. You're, you're looking for that double long shot. Yeah. And if you've got a four or five inch swing, you're gonna hit it. Right, right. Um, just to finish up that guy's yeah question. Back to maybe some models for him. Yeah. Well, I was just gonna say, I'm sure like you have your favorite. Like every mm-hmm. everybody everybody will. Does, everybody yeah. will come in and and get their favorite, but. They can come out to the store and you can touch can a bunch of guns. Hold yeah. and f- you know, hold, feel, right. see what they like, see what they're comfortable with. I'm right. sure there's and a then it's, million it's, options. It's kind of caliber dependent too. If he's gonna go hunt deer, right, you know, get a three oh eight, man, or get a thirty out six. Um if you're gonna go kill squirrels, well let's get you twenty two long rifle or seventeen HMR. Yeah, you know what, that's a good point. And Everybody when they talk about hunting, they talk about or they assume I think that we're talking about deer hunting, but there's a right. lot of other Little facets, yeah. There, yeah, and and deer hunting's huge in Missouri. I right. mean, it should just be a holiday. Kids should get off school. <laughs> Businesses should close. Um, just my opinion, because right. uh, I would do it. I'd be like, bam, I'll be out in the woods for a week. I'll talk right. to you later. Right. Um, but you know, at least opening the weekend. Give us just two days, or right. give us a Friday too. Give us three days. Start school back up on Monday. But yeah, uh, everybody normally assumes deer. And uh, so, you know, I, I like the 30 caliber stuff um, for deer. I think it just, it suits it well, especially with the right ammo. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the key. Um, the stuff that's like, you know, triple bonded and it's like, dude, it's going to go through it. Right. And then I've got buddies that hunt and they're using like 300 wind mags on deer. And I'm like, wow. And we're always chasing <laughs> their deer. Right. Like they shoot it. They go through. We got to get on four wheelers and we got to go find them. <laughs> got to run it down. Um, when when I use my 308, like I had uh, had one guy come down. He's like, oh, yeah, I shot two. Like, yeah, where'd they go? Uh, they went off that way. We'll get the four wheelers. We'll go look. How many did you get? I'm like, I shot two. He's like, where are they at? I'm like, see that white little <laughs> white little tail and that white belly? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, that's where they are. He goes, where'd you, sh-? he goes where'd you shoot them? And I'm like, about three feet to the left of that. <laughs> like, they just wobbled and went down. It's no big deal. What's the point? I mean, we only have like a minute left. Right. It just seems ridiculous that you would, why would somebody not want to use the ammo that you're using so the deer so Well, they're using, they're using a bigger caliber. Yeah, you know it's just traveling a lot faster. Yeah, and I I try to match what I'm hunting to what I'm what I'm gonna you know use. Right. And so, uh, you know, if I'm shooting geese, those are big. 
I'm going to use a little bit bigger shotgun shell. If I'm going to go shoot dove, I'm going to use maybe a 20 gauge versus a 12. Right. So, you know, I'm I'm a big advocate of the right tool for the right job. Let's just not make it try to fit. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. We need to take uh, another break. But when we get back, more Second Amendment radio. Keep it right here on FM News Talk 97.1. You're listening to Second Amendment Radio. Welcome back to Second Amendment Radio here on FM News Talk 97.1. Got a couple of uh, uh, show announcements to make. We are going to have, hopefully by this time next week, the Second Amendment Radio podcast up and running. Hooray. So yeah, you can go to the uh, 97.1 website, uh, and on our website, there's a podcast button, and all the shows uh, that are on the station have their have a, their podcast page where you can go back and you can download absolutely free. Any episode of any show, you can go back and listen to, you know, any segment of any show, all the interviews, all the things that we talk about, and uh, this this little program that could, the newest show here on the radio station, uh, is getting a, a, its podcast page, and hopefully it'll be up by next week, and you will be able to go there, and you'll be able to listen to the shows again. You can take Second Amendment Radio with you wherever you go, and if you heard something and you want to hear it again, or if you missed the show and you want to hear hear it later in the week you will be able to do so that is great uh that is great news and also on the same uh, website of course the uh 971 website uh we are going to have the second amendment radio uh web page up and running so we will have another spot for you to go to uh interact with the show hopefully we'll get a video player that we can that Aaron and I can use to post some content and uh, you'll be able to interact and learn more about the show there as well so I, I think we made it. Like I, I know. I like, <laughs> I think, well, I guess we'll give you guys. Like Jeff a, Allen's like letting, giving us more and more stuff. So you know that can't be a bad thing, I right? Can't complain. And we picked up a sponsor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. So see? it's even, it's even better. This is yeah. This thing is. So just we'll, going. we'll have we'll have a little bit more information on them next week. Love it. Love um, it. A lot of information coming next week. A lot yeah. of announcements. And then uh, good stuff. Yeah, it's awesome. So hopefully we'll get them in there because it's gonna. You guys are gonna love it. Yeah, because it seems that our audience like, where can I go do this, right? Right. Well, we're gonna answer that question for you. Love it. Hopefully, here uh, at least next week we're gonna give you a, a little idea, and then hopefully in the coming weeks we'll uh, we'll have a representative uh, with us. Yep, that's great stuff. Don't forget, a big part of the show is us answering your questions, trying to get to as many as I can today. Uh, it is uh, I'm, I'm Tony Colombo, of course. This is Aaron Tarlow with me. He's the owner of Southern Armory. He is the expert, and so when you send in these questions, Aaron does a great job of answering everything for you. Um, this one I got is uh, regarding laws, and we've talked about this in past shows, but it's been a little while. Um, this person wants to know, with all of the talk of gun control and passing you know, gun control legislation. Um, this person wants to know: Do you do you believe that 
we will see any significant gun control laws passed soon. And what should be if they if you do think that what should the biggest worry for um, big Second Amendment guys? Which this I assume this person asking the question is. Uh, he says, uh, "What what should we worry about uh, the most?" Right. So, uh, you know, I've seen this this uh, news link, let's say, floating around the web, and it you know was talking about ammunition, limiting it, and the Republicans are trading our rights off. And I don't know uh, how accurate that is. I haven't haven't really got anything. Um, so, you know, I just don't I just don't know. What I see them trying to do, um, not not a whole lot with I think with Trump in the office. Uh, honestly, I think that he's pretty pro uh, Second Amendment. Right. And then uh, we've got another Supreme Court justice, you know, retiring. Uh, I don't know if you saw that uh, in the news oh, yeah. earlier this week. A lot of talk about that, right? So uh, you know, hopefully we'll get him replaced with another strong two A guy, yeah. and not not such a swing vote. Yeah. Um. As it as it is, because he he has been on both sides of issues. Yeah. Kennedy has. Yes. Absolutely. You know, he's been. And, he's always the swing vote guy. Right. Yep. So uh, if we can get him kind of replaced with a pro two A conservative mm-hmm. um, type judge, that'll be great. And mm-hmm. then we've got the other seats that need to get filled too. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, I, I think the Supreme Court's getting ready to turn. You know, more in our more in our favor, uh, which is which is a good thing. Yeah. So, um. What do they want? What do you hear the the liberals, the Democrats, whatever, the people that are that are the ones always pushing for legislation and new gun laws or right. for things to be uh, so, made illegal? What are they? Right. What are their? I mean, we all know about ARs. Right. We all know that they want ARs and that's their. Do, yeah. What are some of the are there any other laws or weapons or. You know the the boogeyman so, things out there right. that they really want so the, to get the ghost guns. We talked about that last uh, week. Yeah, the ghost guns, uh, which you know it's just making your own gun. It's not really right. you could buy you could buy a kit, right? But you need some tools, you need some know how, you need some skill. Uh, then you need uh, the other thing they want is like high capacity magazines. That's always been a hot button topic. Colorado had a ban going to place you know a few years ago, and. Uh, that was wild. Um, I took cases and cases of 30-round AR-15 mags, 30-round uh, AK mags, drum mags, out to Colorado. And uh, during a blizzard, I had people walking up going, fill my backpack. And I was like, I can do that. <laughs> you know, give you give you a deal. Right. Um, and uh, so it's kind of just wild that, you know, that's that, that, that happened in such a state that it's kind of like the, the new frontier, you know, Kind of like the, I don't want to say the Wild West, but kind of what you think of as like ultimate survivor. Or you can own whatever you want, mm-hmm. etc. Um, they do want the ARs. They also want AKs. They also want FALs. They want G3s. They want Galils. They want everything. Yeah, they want it all. <laughs> They're just not limiting it to the ARs. Um, the other they thing want they high capacity magazines. Yeah, the high cap mags, the semi-automatic rifles. They mm-hmm. want. They want threaded barrels. That's a that's another. What's that? What's the, a threaded barrel? I mean, yeah, what what's, you? What's the benefit of getting rid of them? Uh, you could put a suppressor on it. Oh, I see. But suppressors are legal. You pay two hundred dollars. You get fingerprints done. Right. You have a, a a more strenuous background check. Well, suppressors and, are another one though that they. Uh yeah, they knocked that down uh, after the Vegas shooting, 
Uh, they, you know, we were getting ready to get that Hearing Protection Act passed, and it looked like it was going to go through, and we were super excited. And uh, then it died. Right. And it was like, Speaking of wow. the biggest shooting, it was bump stocks that was all the talk after that. Yeah. And then uh, stocks still legal, still legal. Nothing. Yeah. um, There's a few states that have gone away. That whole. No, it's still there. Is it okay? Yeah. There's there's a few states that have gone ahead and outlawed them. Uh, So, you know, Missouri's not one of them. We're very pro Second Amendment here in Missouri. And if you've taken any classes from me, I tell you that constantly. We're pro privacy. We're pro we're pro gun rights. Right. There's there's no if and or buts um, about that or around that, etc. So. Uh, that being said, you know, when we get into some of the other uh, facets, uh, ammunition uh, purchasing limits. Yeah. You know, yeah. and. and but I'm, you don't think that, but but on a whole, you don't think a, a, a person out there that is, they don't need to rush out and buy something right now because it's going to be gone in a year or going to be gone in six months or anything like that. Um, do you, or do you? If you want it, I'd get it now. Yeah, and and here's so there is a chance some and, of that stuff and, could be well, passed. you know, here's my reasoning, here's my thinking behind it. Mm-hmm. You could buy it now, and avoid the rush. Right. You can get what you want, and you can get it at a good price. Mm-hmm. As soon as the rush hits, the wholesalers are going to jack up. We've seen the rush before. Yeah, the the wholesalers are going to jack prices up because the manufacturers jack prices up. Right. Which in turn means the dealers are going to have to jack prices up. So all of a sudden, that five six hundred dollar AR that you could have gotten now is going to be twelve hundred bucks. Right. So may as well get it now. Might as well get it now. Right. It, it, especially because you can get the rifle you want now. Um, you know, when the rush is on, you're kind of left with, "Hey, this is what we've got on the wall. If you don't like it, that's fine. We can try to find you something else." And then the moment you walk out that door, somebody else is walking in to buy that gun. Mm-hmm. So then you're going to come back a day later or a few hours later, and you're going to—they're going to be like, "It's gone," and I've mm-hmm. seen this. You know, uh, we only have like two minutes left. Yep. Nope. So real quick, thirty seconds or less. Last question. This guy says, "Heard you talking last week about handguns, revolvers versus um, like semi-automatic handguns with the magazine." Yeah. Uh, which do you prefer, and what's the biggest difference between the two? Uh, quick as you can. Quick as I can. Yeah. Okay. Revolver. Uh, everybody's like, they don't jam, they don't jam, they don't jam. They can. I've seen it. But it's not as Yeah, it's prevalent. not as prevalent. Um, and I like a revolver to carry in a pocket um, cause, or a bag, mm-hmm. you know, because it's going gonna, it's gonna to move. As long as that cylinder can rotate, it's going to go off. Mm-hmm. So revolvers definitely have their place. They're, they tend to be a lot smaller than the semi-autos, even though there are some very small semi-automatics out there. Mm-hmm. When you come into the semi-automatic realm, they go from you know really tiny to really really big, and it depends on on what you're going to do. Right. So like today, I'm carrying my 1911, you know, right. 45. And, it, and I think it just goes back to the th- same thing we talked about rifles before. Aaron can tell you all you would need to know about the difference between a revolver or shooting out of a, you know one right. that has a magazine, but until you go out. To the store and, and do it. get it in yeah. your hand and shoot it and hold it and and feel the weight yeah. and decide how you want to carry it whether it's you're going to carry it in your pocket or you're going to carry it on a holster or whatever. Yep. You don't know until you until you're. Yep. You get out there because you don't um, know what you're going to like. The other big thing too is revolvers. You know, five rounds, six rounds. Yeah. Um, there are some it. that go into seven or eight, but you know, but, five and six are your most common. Right. And then you get into your uh, your semi-automatics. 
yeah. which, you know, like the gun I got on today is eight rounds. Right. So, I mean, that's three more than a revolver. Right. So, it, it's just, you know, the semi-autos are a little easier to load. Yeah. The revolver's a little bit more technical. Send your questions into the new Second Amendment Radio Facebook page. Follow me on Twitter at Tony Columba 971 Follow Southern Armory at southernarmory.com. And we will see you next Saturday for another edition of Second Amendment Radio right here on FM News Talk 97.1. Not up to speed.